Hello, everybody, and welcome inside the What You Need to Know podcast. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, play-by-play voice of Utah women's basketball. This is the What You Need to Know podcast that focuses on all things University of Utah women's basketball. We'll take an in-depth look of what's going on inside the program and let you know, yes, what you need to know. Now, before we go on, I do want to make sure to give a big shout out to all those who have tuned into the podcast, especially over the last couple of episodes. Uh, I do know that our listenership has gone up as the podcast has gone along, and I really appreciate uh, all of you tuning in and supporting not just me, but supporting the University of Utah. That's the most important part. That's the whole reason I'm doing this is I really want to make sure uh, that we get more exposure to the University of Utah women's basketball team. So uh, again, Again, thank you so very much. If you are curious, you are able to now catch the podcast on, you've always been able to catch it on Apple and on Podbean as well as the University of Utah website, but we have expanded a little bit. You can now catch us on Spotify as well as TuneIn and the Alexa app as well. So broadening our spectrum and allowing you to be able to hear uh, the podcast more regularly. You can also go to a website that has been created for this as well. If you go to whatyouneedtoknow.podbean.com, you can catch every episode. You can download the episodes from the website. You can play them from the website and so much more. So again, that's whatyouneedtoknow.podbean.com. want to thank uh, Peyton McFarlane for coming on last week's show. A great show, and, allowed, uh, and, and, and it allowed you Utah fans to be able to get to know Peyton. Uh, today we continue with the terrific top 20 recruiting class coming in to the University of Utah next season, and we move on to Donna Tambu. Donna comes to the University of Utah, a 5'9 guard from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, attended Niagara Prep. She was ranked number 13 in her class by Crown Scout Girls Rankings, was the first female player to earn RSEQ Player, Rookie, and Defensive Player of the Year awards in the same season back in 2018-2019, so accomplished as well. She was named to the 2019 CCAA All-Canadian Team, was also named Rookie and Player of the Year at Montmorency Awards event. So, Her numbers last season were spectacular. She averaged 17 points, 9.5 rebounds, and an assist and a half per game while playing about 32 minutes per game. Coach Roberts with a lot of praise about Donna as well, saying, quote, Since I've been here, she will be the most athletic player we've ever had. Her work ethic is high. She has ability to bring something defensively that we do not have. That is Donna Tambu. So let's welcome into the podcast a 5'9 guard who will be wearing number zero for Utah next season, Donna Tambu. Donna, how are you? Hey, I'm good. And you? I'm doing really well. I appreciate you taking some time with me today and allowing me to get to know you and allowing Utah fans to get to know you as well. All right. So the question that I've been starting out with, with every interview, just because it is such a strange time that we're in right now, is, is how have you been spending your time during this strange time during quarantine? So right now I've been like working out, spending time with my family, my friends, and also relaxing because, you know, when I get on campus, it's going to be like, we're going to be working. So I'm trying to have a balance. All right, Donna, let's get to know you a little bit. We're going to start with the basketball side of things first. Then we'll kind of get to know you on a little bit more of a personal level, if that's all right with you. This is a chance for Utah fans to get to know who Donna Tambu is. And I'd love to know what are some favorite memories or some favorite highlights that you have on the basketball floor when you played in high school? 
Okay, so I think my favorite allied is when, because you know in Quebec it's different, because you have um, Bantam, Cadet, and uh, Juvenile. So when I was a Cadet, but with my school, Miss uh, Pagé, we play uh, Juvenile. So we were two years younger than the girls we're playing against, and we won that league. So it was so big for us, because you know, like they are more mature than us, we're like 15 years old, and they were like 17. And we won that league. It was like really good, and I mean, it was really good for our program because it was our first year at juvenile. It was our second year, and um, that the program existed. So it was that was my best memory because that's proof like our work really pays off. And yeah, I'm gonna remember this for life. <laughs> Wonderful. That's really cool. What about uh, club basketball? And you can help me correct me if I'm wrong here. You said Quebec's a little bit different. Were you on a club basketball team? And if so. What are some memories or highlights you have from playing club basketball? So actually, my high school team was my club basketball team because I was going to this school, but we were playing against club teams. So it was like they wanted us to go to the school so we can have a chemistry and they can follow up, which are uh, also like our grades and stuff. So that's why we have to go to the school. I did not know that. So that's awesome. Now is kind of the time that I want you to be a little boastful. I want you to, to talk about yourself in a good light. And I'll start with, in your opinion, what is your best attribute on the floor? Basically, what do you do best on the basketball floor? I do the little things. I won't say like I'm the scorer. I can score. I can rebound. I can play defense, steal the ball. Like in the little things. I won't say like I'm that really good at that. I think that's what my games, when you see me play, that's what you see. Because I can do all this stuff and just not all this scoring. So that's your best attribute. What are you most looking forward to improving when you one when you come to Utah and as you prepare for what could be a hopeful season because right now obviously we don't know what's going to happen but what are you most looking forward to improving in your game? Definitely my decision making because sometimes I take decisions that are not really good for me or my team so I just think this getting better at this going to like really help me and help my team. Now, Donna, what helped lead to your decision to choose Utah? So, first of all, the coaching staff. Like when I came there, I mean, they were so like genuine and they were so welcoming. Like they were so friendly. Like I, I was, I already felt comfortable. The place is so beautiful. Like I was like, ooh, speechless. Also, um, the program that they have, the business program, I want to study in. They have a really good program. So for me, it was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> And plus the team, they were so like, also friendly, sweet. They want to make sure I'm comfortable. Like they really wanted to socialize with me, know know about me. So I was already comfortable after my first visit. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to go. <laughs> I really didn't want to go. <laughs> That's great to hear. I have met with Peyton and with Kennedy, and they told me that you, all three of you, were on the same recruiting trip that were on your first official visit. Can you talk about your first visit visit from your vantage point? And also, what was your first reaction of the state of Utah? My first visit, um, yeah, with them, was really nice. When I saw Peyton was with me, I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. Then Candy came after, because she had done visits before at Utah, so it was different for her. But yeah, so it was really more comfortable, because we went to eat uh, with Coach Rob, and then we we're three. Like, I wasn't the only one, so we can ask questions and just know each other also because we make apps to play together. So it was really more comfortable and more nice. When I came to the city of Utah, people were so friendly. When, when I came there, I was like, whoa, like, that's a new vibe. That's a different vibe. 
So I was really like, I will add only like it. Like it was different and I like different because, you know, you get to know yourself and you know if you can adapt to this. So I will adapt to it. Like, Okay, well, that's really cool. It was actually interesting because when I met with Peyton last week, she actually told me that it was really nice to kind of have some time with Coach Rob where it wasn't just basketball talk. Did you kind of feel that way as well, that it was nice to kind of get to know people on a more personal level rather than just the basketball level? Yeah, when I talked to her, she was like, I don't want you to be, I want to help you to become a better player, but mostly a better person. So when she told me that, I was like, that's it. Like, that really felt me because our coach wants you as a player, but when they want to get you to be a better person, like, this is, like, more than basketball. Now, a question that I, I asked Kennedy, and I forgot to ask Peyton this, and I feel kind of bad that I did, but uh, you've obviously <laughs> met the team. I'd assume that you followed along with the team and seen what they've done uh, prior to uh, you coming here. Is there anybody specifically that you personally are looking forward to, one, playing with, or two, learning from? I'm looking forward to play with everyone. Honestly, I think it's going to be a new vibe for me. So I'm really looking to bond with everyone and just know like how we can like help each other to become better um, teammates and also a better team. I'm really looking forward to learn from Drew and Bryna. Drew because she's a friend guard and I know that she's the one like she's a, uh, the one that makes decisions and stuff for us and she's a leader also. So when you have Zoom calls and stuff, she's always the one like asking the tough questions and stuff. So I'm really looking forward to going for her being a leader because for sure I'm going to need to be a leader in my next four years. So I'm really looking for her and Bryna because her first year she have a good year. And I'm really looking forward to like know like what happened in her head, like her mentality because coming as a freshman and just like making a statement is like, whoa, like I want to learn from that and just know like what I have to do to also get like to make a difference in my first year. That's a great answer. That's really cool. I appreciate you sharing that with me. I appreciate that you, you know, picked out Drew. And, you know, like you said, she is a leader. I mean, she had to step in because the team was already extremely young. She had to step in and be a leader from a young age. And she's done that. I mean, she's going to be the team leader as a junior next year. She was the team leader as a sophomore last year. And it's, it's just going to it's just going to continue to blossom. So she's no doubt somebody that is wonderful to learn from. So again, thank you for sharing that. All right, step off the basketball floor for just a minute. And mm -hmm. I would love to be introduced to your family. So tell me your parents' names, uh, what they do for a living, your siblings, their ages, and if they're still in school or if you have some older siblings that, that have jobs or something like that. Uh, just introduce me to your family. That might take a while. <laughs> okay, so my mom's name is Antonine Veroni. Uh, what she do is that she work with elderly people in a place, I don't know what specifically. And my dad, his name is Daniel Tambu. He has two jobs, so he's working as a shoes company. Also, he's working way after. Oh yeah, he's working as a, as a security guard in a store, I don't know which one. Um, also, he's like, um, let's say it's like apartment. He's like the owner. I don't want to say this in English, but you know what? That's his three job. My sister, she's going to school, to university. She wants to be like not a nurse, but a pre-nurse, like something before a nurse. My brother is in CJEP. Um, I don't know where I want to be. I'm pretty sure you don't know also either. Like it's still deciding. That's why it's cool with CJEP because you can go with any classes, trying to like graduate from like a program, but you can change in university. Maybe he's trying something. My other sibling, which is my little sisters, 
one is two is in high school skills and the other one is um elementary school all right so you got a nice big family your parents and how many siblings again you got four or five four sisters one brother four sisters one brother okay so a nice big family how awesome yeah, but is I that feel like, i was like my siblings but them they're like all working and they all have that job i don't know what specifically <laughs> so now that we know who your parent or who your family is a little bit what is it that you like to do with uh, first with your family second with your you know with your friends and then third what do you like to do when you're alone when you're by yourself so um with my family because my parents like always work i don't get to do really activities with them but with my siblings like last week we went to Isos. Isos is a place where there's like trampoline and you can jump. So there was like a oops so we can dunk. We just can jump and play like ball, like turn ball at each other. And there was like other like uh, place, uh, other place, other um, activities in there. That was really nice. This week we're going to Zugambi. Zugambi is where I'm going to see like um, animals and stuff. And yeah, so we do like some activities like that, like new stuff because we want to spend time together since I'm, I'm going to live like kind of in a month, but um, because actually we're going to have time to like really do activities together. So we will really, be like enjoying right now. With my friends, it's kind of the same thing. We do different stuff, but kind of my go-to, like my go-to activities, like go car and little time, like when we can have, like as I, I spend time with different kind of friends. Sometimes with a group, sometimes like one friend. So, but we, my group of friends, we always like go car all the time. Last week we went pinball. That was awful. Like I had in my hair. Like it was like because I was sweating. Like I could feel like the ball in my mouth. Like oh, it was awful. This never again. When I'm not with a group, but with one friend or another, we go like um do like kind of like, small activities like escape games, things like that. Really, like small activities. And me alone. Honestly, I watch movies pretty much movie TV show and yeah I do like watching stuff and listening to music also I don't like really being outside alone I don't know why I just so like being in my room is like my comfort zone and probably alone like doing nothing serious it's like my kind of activities <laughs> well I'll be honest from what you were describing it sounds like you're gonna fit in really well with the uh, group of ladies that's already in place here oh. at the University of Utah nice. <laughs> all right so um, I kind of have a two-part question now. I'm going to ask you one part of it, and then I'm going to ask you the opposite of it. And, I'll and you'll understand what I mean here in just a second. So what I'll start out with is, and, and I, this is always a challenging question, and I understand that that is the case. So maybe a little bit of a thinker here. What is something that a lot of people that know you don't know about you? First of all, um, I have an aftertaste. I broke my tooth when I was in elementary school, when I was like, I think 11. The thing is, I broke it four times, the same one. The first time was because I was running. We weren't playing like, like football and I was running because I didn't want it to get touched. And when I went to the wall, I didn't stop properly. I was like, let's say like my face was, my mouth was open and then boom, it just went out. I was like, what? And then this is when I knew like I was really fast because this is, doesn't happen to someone that's fast, right? And then my second time happened at a basketball game. It happened again. It happened another time because they put me a fake tooth. And then it went out because it was a tournament and my parents wasn't with me. They couldn't put a real tooth. 
so there was like a route to put a face. But he went out again. That was the three times. Well, that was never mind. It happened all the time. And then it happened in Syria. Uh, that was last year actually. It happened four days before my birthday. I was pissed. Like, oh my god. And this game, I was having. I was having a pretty good game. I was like, I think I was like three on three from the two printer. And then this happened. I went out of the of the the court crying. I was like, not again. And then I was so mad and so sad. And then it happened again this year, in November. And then basketball game again. And yeah, that was my last time. So I broke my half to it. Is that half? It's never full to it. So it was a half. I broke it like four or five times. I can't count anymore. It's too much. My goodness. Do I have a lot of follow-ups after that one? Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Hey, here's yeah. my first follow-up. <laughs> Let me make sure that I understand this correctly. The first time you broke your tooth, you hit a wall because you realized how fast you were, correct? Yeah. So you never realized how fast you were until you broke your tooth because you were running so fast until you hit a wall. I think I knew I was fast, but this, like, it's crazy when you think about it because I was too fast. I like, hey, broke it off. That's, that's because you ran really fast. <laughs> My second follow-up, why the heck aren't you wearing a mouth guard? Oh, yeah. I broke it. When I broke it twice, I started playing with a mouth guard. The last time, no, the, before the last time I broke it, I, was, I didn't have a mouth guard. So I was like, okay, you need, really need to play with it. I was playing with it with Team Canada and stuff because I was like, oh, it's an international game. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to broke it. So I need to wear it. But then when I was playing CJF, I was like, oh, you know, like I was, I was taking a chance and I should not do that. Than that so when I was playing with Niagara this year I was playing with a mud guard and it still broke so I was like so I changed my mud guard of course but I mean I was I was like what what do I have to do now like have another mud guard or uh, maybe I have someone uh, one tighter but yeah so I changed mine now I have a new one. <laughs> oh my goodness that is so so crazy and then, and then my last follow-up so you were in CGIP right I understand that that's after you graduate high school that is that's something different here my question is, how old are you? I'm 19. So you will be a slightly older freshman then. So you get one more year yeah. than, than, yeah. than the other freshman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. That's a great answer. So here now is, <laughs> so here now is, my, is my opposite question. This is off the basketball floor. This is strictly about you. Okay. And that is, what is something that people that don't know you, what is something that you would want them to know about you? When people, like, when you don't know me, like, for sure you're going to think, like, I'm mean or, like, I'm, I'm not sweet. Because I have that ring mug face all the time. Like, I don't know why. Like that. I'm a sweet person, and I'm also a working person, and I'm just, I'm social. I depend with Boo, but I'm really a sociable person. Like, I talk a lot when, when I'm comfortable with you. But, yeah, I'm really, like, I'm really kind and friendly. I'm, yeah, friendly is the word. I'm really friendly. When you don't know me, when you know me, I'm friendly. Friendly. Now, I'd love to know about your hometown, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. We do have a, uh, another player from Montreal, and I've already asked about this, but I'd love to know from your vantage point, from somebody who's lived there her whole life, growing up there, what I'd love to know is uh, some must-see sites. If I were to go to visit the place and I got in touch with you, Donna Tambu, and I said, tell me the places I have to see, well, what would those places be? Also... Can you tell me the places that meant the most to you growing up? Where you would hang out the most or where you would spend most of your time? 
So for the tour tour guide, I would say go to um La Ronde. La Ronde is like a park attraction where there's like games. It's like um I don't know. I want to cover it to something new, but I don't know anything. But it's like a, a park attraction. It's like um I don't know in English. Like a park attraction, really nice. Um, also there's like museum, like museum about what happened, like control, what happened in Quebec, Montreal. Honestly, I've been there, but I don't remember because I've been there like when I was young. So also go to downtown Montreal. This is where they're like a town, a, a lot of activities. And Mont Royal is where there's like a big, a big hike, so you can do hiking, and like there's like a huge view that's really beautiful. So I would say um, the Saint Page my high school because this is where like I spent a lot of my time because I went there four years and I'm like I've always been in the gym. So it meant a lot for me because when I go back there, like I have a ton of memories coming back to me. So this is definitely one place. The other place is Saint-Sobriard. Um, I was doing, oh, this is something that people don't know about me, but yeah, I was doing track, track and field. So this is a place also where I was training a lot. They were three years, I'm not mistaken. And this is a place, yeah, I was there a lot. And it meant a lot to me because when I go back there or just like see the place, like there's a ton of ways coming back. So I think those two places really meant to me a lot because I know like I put all effort to be where I am today. So. Yeah, it's those two places for sure. And also my house, because I've been here like a long time and I'm not going to be here anymore. So yeah, definitely those three. <laughs> That's great. That's wonderful. Okay, so you, you kind of led me in a little bit to what I wanted to ask next. You talk about to where those places were where you kind of got to where you are today. What I'd love to know is, is there anybody and it could be a coach, it could be a parent, it could be a sibling, it could be a trainer, it could be really anybody. Is there anybody that you would attribute as to the reason that you are where you are now? Um, the first person I would go is um, Aldar Pierre. Um, is the person that recruited me to go to Page Basketball. I'm not a Page anymore, and you still have for me in a lot of things. So this is for sure. Like, this is the first person that came to my mind, and that one made me cry because he has done a lot for me. So for sure him, like, he really helped me to get where I am today. So for sure him, like, like a ton of praise. There's all different person, but this person particularly, like, really, like, he has done a lot, a lot for me, honestly. Also, my coach, my high school coach at Page, his name is Bernardo Mayon. Before I go to Page, I did, basketball wasn't really a team. I was just, like, playing, to, I was just playing to play. And then when I got there, you changed my mentality. They both did, actually. And also the people around Page, like other coaches, start coaching on their team. They really, like, help me, like, they, in my game, or just speaking to me about my mentality. Just, you know, like, help me anything they could, with anything they could. So, yeah, Page really is a special place. Okay, so you may have answered my next question then. That is, Donna, who, in your opinion, who is your hero? I would say my parents. The way they like work for us, like you know, we are allowed to have a lot of kids. The way they work for us, like I never realized it. And people tell me told me like I'm a hardworking person. So I never like we don't understand what I got it from, but I think I I know like I know now because I see them working all the time, trying to provide for us, trying to help us get um go to university that like my mom didn't get to university. My dad I I'm I'm not sure I don't think so, like that us have opportunity, opportunities that they didn't have. So 
So for me, they for sure my heroes because for, without them, I don't know where I will be because they provide me with, with a working, you know, or a working person, but also like just in general, like how to live life and just like be down because my mom, like honestly, like she has, like she told me a little bit of a story, but she don't, I don't think she ever, like she has, she been in high school, but she don't really like, her, she didn't really graduate high school, you know, like, let's say she finished, but she, don't, she didn't graduate. So for her to come to Canada and just, you know, have the life we are right now, because it really is stable. I mean, like, this is huge. This is really huge. That's why she don't really like to talk about where she comes from, because it's hard. And just to know that, that it's hard, want to make me work hard enough so I don't have like to worry about that and make a problem. Man, this is amazing. This is great. Thank you so much for sharing all this. This is really, this is really cool. I, I really appreciate you sharing that. I can tell you're, you get emotional as you talk about yeah. the people that helped you get to where you are as you talk about your parents. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really cool. And I appreciate you, you know, being candid and, and allowing us to kind of get to know this side of you. It's really, truly great. Yeah. Do you have a favorite athlete? And if so, why do you admire this person? I have a ton of favorite athletes, but the first person that comes to my mind is Kenneth Parker. I think because not only is that as an athlete, but as a person, she seems like, yeah, she's playing basketball, but she's also an advocate for women basketball or just basketball in general. So the way like she tried to influence um, the community of basketball, it's really like I, I love her since, since I started watching WNBA. Like she's the one that I pop out for me. And yeah, and it's also because she's a good basketball player. And when I was younger, I was so like now I stopped, I stopped recording, sadly. But yeah, when I was younger, I was so so I simulated my game to her a lot. But now, like, I cannot translate there because I'm not like four. But yeah, so yeah, when I started watching basketball, uh, WNBA, she was my favorite player for some, some time, and she still is. So it's almost like you knew exactly what I was going to ask you next. And what I want to know then, Donna, is there a player out there today, and it can be it can be anybody, really. Is there a player out there today that your game compares the most with? The first person I got from is Jackie Young. She was playing for Notre Dame. Um, I feel like my game is similar to her because she's uh, she physical, like she's strong. She's athletic, like she can jump high and stuff, like that's me. She don't shoot it often, but she can shoot it. That's also me. And decision making, she's she's off the chart for me, but I'm trying to get there. So yeah, I think she's the one, like I, when I was watching Montreal play, like I watched the way she played, I was like, oh, that looked like me. So yeah, we'll see her. She's also an incredible defender too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's me too. <laughs> forgot about that. All right, so Jackie Young, the starting point guard for the Las Vegas Aces. Okay, I like it. Good comparison, as you said, from uh, from Notre Dame. I like that comparison. Gets me excited to see you on the floor. Uh, speaking of seeing you on the floor, if we get to see you on the floor this year, big question mark. What I'd love to know is what is something that Utah fans can be excited about with you on the floor? My effort. Definitely my effort. You can see a hardworking person, but she doesn't stop. She gets to the basket and then she rather in defense putting the point guard with full guard. Like the kind of effort and energy that I'm going to be to that. One thing I can tell you is that Utah fans, they are very smart 
and they very much appreciate somebody that lays it all out on the floor, somebody that puts a lot of effort, somebody who hustles their heart out. So I'm sure with what you just said, Utah fans can be extremely excited with you on the floor because they very much appreciate hard work and, and hustle. Okay, so what are you most looking forward to about not just playing Division I basketball, but playing in the best conference in the country? Playing my teammates, um, playing against players, learning, um, getting better also, learning like the new vibe, which I'm going to play against the players and also playing my – this is a new vibe, so I'm looking, looking for, for a lot of stuff. I cannot state specifically. I should try, but I mean, I'm looking for, for the new vibe, like the new vibe. So that's what I'm really most excited about because Pacquiao, like you said, is a big conference and it's like I, when you dare, like you just keep getting better because there's a, a lot of talented good players that you play against to or play with. All right. So not only will you be playing Division One basketball, but you'll also be attending college. What's something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's something you're most looking forward to about attending college? Well, what I'm really looking forward is that I love the program that I'm going to, and I'm really excited because this is the start to where I'm going to edit at the end of the my So hopefully that business is going to be really interesting to me, but so far, like, I will have everything, like, I know about it. So, and also, like, it's an university. It's so huge, so hopefully I won't get lost. And also, like, looking forward to meeting new people because, you know, I'm from Canada and just having been from another border or somewhere else is so much nice because you get to have friends from a different place and you know get to know where they're from getting to know their culture like okay so i think you already answered this but i'll ask you again what are you studying and what are you hoping to become from your degree okay so i'm studying um business i'm gonna have a bachelor but i'm trying to get a also a master from business administration I want to have a master so I can have a lot of options that I can work in. So this is why I want to have a master so I can be like an accountant or a stock broker or like different student analysts. Like, because I know like I love I love I love math and I definitely love statistics. So I want to have a lot of options so I don't ha- I have to be stuck at something that at the end of the day I may not like. So that's why I have to have a master. Keeping your options open, I absolutely love it. Yeah. All right, Donna, so I'll end with this question, um, and, I, and I love asking this question. I love getting perspective, especially from the girls and from the women that are doing this right now and who are coming in to play college basketball. But what is some advice that you would give to a young woman who wants to, in essence, follow in your footsteps to play college sports? First advice I would give is um, believe in yourself. Like, when you believe in yourself, like I'm still learning from it, like I'm not fully 100% good at it but it's something you have to work in to really build and really good at it because when you believe in yourself this is where like you open one door directly because when you believe in yourself other things become easier so also playing basketball for sure especially a girl because you know boys are like oh like they can be like not that good, sorry but they be like oh i'm that good you know but girls like someone can be good and just still feel like they're not good enough so believing yourself will be something i would say and also, just play. Like, you guys are young. I mean, this is the time when you know if you really like it. Because at the end of the day, when you like it, then you're going you're gonna to really want to be good at it and really the best, be the best. And 
step is going to lead you to go to college and get recruited, sorry, get recruited to go to college. So really have fun and work hard. Like there's always someone working hard, harder than you. So make sure that you're always at work, the most hardworking person in the room. So you know that you give it 100%. And when a coach is going to come to like the gym, they're going to see you, like not because you're throwing baskets or you're getting getting still but because you're really working hard you know like that's something coach always looking at not only like doing like scoring scoring so now yeah, working hard believing in yourself and have fun honestly wow amazing amazing stuff donna it was so wonderful to get to meet you and to spend some time with you mm-hmm. spend about an hour with you today i appreciate you taking time <laughs> and allowing me to kind of get to know you a lot better. Um, this is the first time that I've actually talked to you one-on-one and loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I very much appreciate you sharing what you just did right there. I think it's extremely important um, uh, for young girls to hear what you just said. So again, thank you so very much and thank you for spending time with me today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Good youth. <laughs> And that is Donna Tambu. Wow, such a fantastic person and really enjoyed being able to visit with her. She is just a magnificent, magnificent person, has a bright, bright future, not just in basketball, but as you heard her talking about what she wants to do with her business degree as well. Some of the things that she was talking about that stood out in my mind were when she was, frankly, emotional talking about the people that helped her to get to where she was, how she really appreciated the hard work ethic that her parents instilled in her. Uh, just really, truly a great example for her and looking very forward to being able to see her on the floor here next year. So Donna Tambu, again, Donna, thank you so very much. It really was my pleasure uh, to be able to welcome you on to the What You Need to Know podcast. All right, now it's time to give news and notes from around the University of Utah women's basketball team. And again, as far as the coronavirus goes, still not a whole lot of news coming out of the University of Utah, which as I say each and every single week, and I'm going to say it until we get some news, no news is good news as we continue to fight the coronavirus. So obviously just continue to do what you're doing throughout the great state of Utah and throughout the nation and throughout the world, wherever you may be listening, so that we may be able to have a season upcoming here in the next few months. And speaking of a hopeful season, be sure to renew your 2020-2021 season tickets today. Deadline August 14th, so you're running out of time to renew your tickets. Be sure to head over to utahtickets.com or you can call or text the Utah Ticket Office at 801-581-8849. Again, 801-581-8849. To renew your 2020-2021 season tickets. Again, there are many options available to you if there are any alterations to the 2020-21 season. So don't fret about that. Renew today. Also, from around the WNBA, three games apiece for Megan Huff and for Leilani Mitchell, former University of Utah greats. First, we'll start with Leilani Mitchell's team, the Washington Mystics, as her team went 2-1 and one this week with wins against Connecticut and Seattle. Their lone loss came against Chicago on Saturday. Leilani Mitchell played some great basketball throughout against Connecticut. She scored eight points, had four rebounds, and three assists for the Mystics. On Thursday against Seattle, 
She scored 12 points, had six assists and a rebound, and in their lone loss to Chicago this week, she scored 12 points, had three assists and two rebounds. So Leilani Mitchell getting it done as the starting point guard for the Washington Mystics. Moving on now to Megan Huff and her Minnesota Lynx. A surprisingly great start for head coach Cheryl Reeve and the Minnesota Lynx is there now 3-1 and one to start this young season. Last week was a good week for them. After their blowout loss to Seattle, they bounced back with two impressive wins over Chicago and Connecticut. Megan saw playing time in her first game against Seattle. Played in three minutes, pulled down three rebounds, two of which were offensive rebounds, and had an assist as well in that game. She did not play against Chicago and only saw uh, and only saw 19 seconds on the floor against Connecticut. So not seeing a lot of playing time for Megan Huff just yet. But what I can tell you is Megan Huff's work ethic. Keep at it, Megan, and your time will come. No doubt about that. And finally, I'll end with this, and I want to give a shout-out to now former Utah athletic trainer for the University of Utah women's basketball team, Claire Donsky. As Claire stepped away from her position this week, she spent four seasons as the Utah women's basketball athletic trainer. She graduated from the University of Wisconsin in 2014 with a bachelor's degree in athletic training, went on to get her master's in sports medicine from Utah back in 2017. But as I mentioned, she stepped away this week uh, to pursue new opportunities. So, Claire, best of luck to you and good luck on your next endeavor. Certainly, you will be missed. That is Claire Donsky, the former athletic trainer for the University of Utah women's basketball team. This is What You Need to Know. I am Tyson Ewing. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Be sure to catch us on all of our new platforms, including the originals, Apple Podcasts, Podbean.com, as well as the Podbean app and online at utahutes.com. Be sure to catch us now on Spotify, TuneIn, and the Alexa app as well. Again, thank you to Donna Tambu for spending some time with us today. Coming up next week will be the fourth and final freshman on this terrific class coming in next season. That is Kelsey Reese from Australia. Have a wonderful week. We'll catch you next week as this is the What You Need to Know podcast. And as always, go Utes.